Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now, and happy Monday, everybody. Hi, y'all. Welcome to another episode of After 9. It is Monday, so coming up at the end of this edition, you will hear today's missed connections from the Scott and Cat radio show. How was your weekend? Oh, weekend was really good, thank you. Uh, busy, busy, but but nice for the most part. See uh, Barbie or Oppenheimer? No, neither. No, no. I, had, I would love to see Oppenheimer. You know, when you got kids, though, it's hard. It's a whole ordeal. You have to get a babysitter and you have to, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, no, did not get around to it. And I don't, also did not think my kids would be that interested in seeing Barbie. So, saw none of them. <laughs> all right. Hey, you know what? It's not a bad thing. It was really, really busy at the box office. What I was surprised about was people were obviously going to the movies and they were getting dressed up. And then they were sharing pictures on their social media. I get wearing pink to go and see Barbie. If you've been waiting a long time for this movie to go out and you thought, I'm going to dress in my best pink outfit and I'm going to put the top down on my convertible and pretend I'm in Malibu. Great. Good for you. But some people were in like slutty Barbie mode. Like I saw, saw somebody at the movie theater wearing nothing but a pink bikini. And I thought, why would you put your butt in those bikini bottoms on that chair that gets dozens and dozens of other butts in a week? Oh, yeah. A little, what if it's like sticky when you sit down? Yeah. That's not good. It's bad enough your feet stick to the floor. But just to go back to what you said, Barbie sometimes does dress like that. She does, she does dress a little on the skanky side from time to time. Is it empowering? I'm wondering what message people took away from it. All I heard was that there are some scenes that are a little woke, but otherwise it was an enjoyable movie. I I don't know. is it empowerment? Like, why are people going to see this? That's, I guess, what I don't understand. Um, a mix of things. A, good cast. Uh, B, it's probably pretty funny. I would say that those are probably the reasons above the fact that it's uh, empowering or anything like that. It's Barbie. I mean, everybody knows Barbie. Maybe you grew up playing with Barbies, or maybe you just are aware of it, or maybe you just want to appease your girlfriend or something like that. There's lots of different reasons why you would go see it. But it, all, all in all, apparently, it's a very well-written uh, funny uh, movie. So that's great. I mean, that's all we can really ask for, right? Is entertainment. Just uh, to entertain us. Uh-huh. $155 million for Barbie, $80.5 million for Oppenheimer. Now, in fairness, Barbie was showing on about 600 more screens than Oppenheimer was. Oppenheimer was also a three-hour movie. It was a little difficult to get those two screenings in at night. Whereas Barbie... Real quick, we're going to do a 5, a 7, a 9, maybe even an 11 o'clock screening. Either way, it was big at the box office. I'm sure there's a lot of people who went yeah. out for the first time in a while. Yeah, well, $155 million, uh, that's North America. Oppenheimer did better than they even expected there, $80.5 million, so decent. Considering the fact that, you know, we were talking for a while before about how underwhelming it was for Indiana Jones and all the other movies that came out that they thought were going to do a little better. But hey, that was not the case here. It was the opposite. So some people really do have money or they were waiting and saving up for this particular movie. So that's great. Great article today in the Toronto Star updating the numbers from May to June. As of the end of June, just a couple of weeks ago, 
you now need to make $229,000 a year to be able to afford an average home in the city of Toronto. Yeah. 200 yeah. almost a quarter million dollars a year to afford an average, typical home in Toronto. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And you know what? I mean, I did this weekend what I'm sure a lot of people have done recently. Took a look at the expenses. Let's go through the bank account and find out if there's any fat we can trim. Let's go through the account and see those those monthlies that come off your credit card or out of your statement uh, debit over the month. Is there anything we can cut? And, well, I, I did cut out a couple of little things, just trivial expenses that I didn't need. I thought, well, it's also... This is only part of the process. Going through my bank account and what I'm spending is only part of the equation. It also occurred to me as I was doing that, I should also be looking at my paycheck. So I looked, and sure enough, the pay, there's more of it coming off than ever before, by the way, as I'm sure everyone has Mm -hmm. noticed when they look at their pay stub. But I got to thinking about it, and maybe this isn't the conversation for today, but let me just float this out there. How about, because it's insurance... The EI premiums that we have to pay every single month, if you can make it to, we'll pick an age, we'll make it arbitrary. If you make it to 45, if you make it to 50, 55, 60, 65 years old, and you've never made a claim, you should get a portion of your fees back because, I mean, hey, you're paying for something that you're not even going to use in a lot of cases if you don't end up having to use EI. In my case, I've never once filed for EI, but I paid tens of thousands of dollars into it over my working career. Could you get behind something like that? I, I, I mean, I think so. It is, it is obnoxious how much money is taken off, though. I mean, I'm with you. And sometimes it's to the point where good for you for investigating. I don't even want to look at it. Like, it is depressing. And when tax season comes along, and like, hey, you owe this much money. It's depressing how much money we get taxed. Well, you know, we, we, I think as Canadians, we've sort of forgot that we're supposed to be the ones in charge and you don't necessarily have a spending problem. You have a tax problem. There's way too much of your hard-earned money coming off of your check. And when I look at that and try and trim a little fat, income tax is income tax. Nothing is going to change without a change in government. But some of the other stuff we could talk about, like your, your CPP, your EI. All that sort of stuff. If you don't actually use EI and you've paid into it for 50, 60 years, you'd think you could get something back. Even the insurance companies, who are generally crooks, even they'll give you a bonus if you don't make any claims for a year. Why can't the government do the same thing? I'd be totally in favor of that if we could figure out the logistics on it. Let's try and put a little more common sense into the payroll deductions. And man, you're right. Is it depressing to look at that? It's Holy don't, yeah. Shit, like at that. a certain point, like it's important to to do it to understand, right? But at the same time, it's doing it once is enough. You don't want to go back and look at it again. Trust me. It is amazing though when you go through your bank statement, how many things you'll find in your bank statement that you totally forgot. You just think it's totally normal for this fee to come out of your account. Mm. Maybe it's not. And in some cases, mm. you can phone your bank and say, hey, you sons of bitches, since you've jacked up my mortgage $8,000 a month, maybe you could give me a break on the $30 a month fee to, to be able to take out as many transactions as I want at a goddamn ATM. Yeah, and you know what? Do a little do a little work. Do a little bit of work goes a long way in saving yourself money. By that, I mean your bank is, is, is one huge one, by the way. Your mortgage, if you're renewing your mortgage, you don't have to go with whatever you're with right now. Get a mortgage broker. You'll save so much money that way. Also, the little things. 
You, you're, when was the last time you took a real good look at your cable bill or internet bill or whatever you have? Any of those bills, cell phone bills. You can ask around and you can end up saving a little bit everywhere to make it a lot. And it's now that's something that I should do more. I used to do it a lot more often where I just like call randomly, call my cell phone provider like, hey, I don't like this number I'm paying. What can you do for me? And it's amazing how quickly they can say, oh, yeah, we have a promotion. Actually, we'll just lock you in. So it's $20 less. Great. Then you go to the next person. Do that. We should we should be taking care of ourselves because these companies aren't going to approach us for us to spend less with them. That's so all, you have to do the work yourself. That's 250 bucks a year you save just by making a phone call. A call. A call. That's it. I think everybody should do that. Uh, the other one that gets me too is, speaking of making calls, the cell phone companies. I don't think I've talked about this in a while on After 9, but for the life of me, I don't understand why if you have a 20 gig a month plan and you only use 18 gigs, to me, that means you should have 22 gigs the next month. Why doesn't it roll over? Because if you go over by even a megabyte, they're going to charge you extra or they're going to throttle you right down to the point where your phone is so slow it's basically useless anyway. If you pay for 20, you should get 20. And if you don't use all 20, then they should carry over those 20 or give you a credit. I don't expect they're going to give you a credit, but shit, if I have 20 gigs a month and only use 18, I should be able to carry two gigs over and have 22 yeah. the next month. Well, that's why it forces you to do to, to go a level up, right? It, force, it kind of forces you to because they don't have that rollover in a lot of cases. So that's when they go, oh, well, yeah, Mr. Fox. For example, oh, well, that's, you should be on our limited plan. Why are you not? And you only spend $5 more, but it'll never happen again. You know, like, and that's how they get you. But it's complete bullshit. How sure. can they charge you for something you didn't even use? Oh, what happens But they'll the charge time. you through the nose if you go over by even a megabyte. Imagine we were only charged in life for things we actually used. Oh, boy. Don't even get Look, me started honestly, on that. Aren't th there's months that go by that I forget about. And it's my own fault. It's fine. But I have a, a few, several streaming accounts. Okay. For example. Sometimes I, an entire month will go by and I don't touch Crave or, or Apple TV Plus or anything, any of those things. And I, it's my own fault, again, but it's like some, I like having it because I like it being there when I want it. But imagine we only had to actually pay per use. You only actually had to pay for when you used something. That would be insane. But that's a common sense thing that I sure. would think our leaders should want. You've got... In the U.S., they're doing it more, but Canada and the U.S. are on the same program right now. They're just following instructions from Zurich, probably. They're, they, they went after the junk fees in America, or they are, and those are those hidden add-on fees. Like, oh, you booked a, an airline ticket. Okay, great, but if you actually want to sit in a seat, it's an extra $20. Bullshit. You just build that into the price. Stop having the creep of cost from those extra fees go in. If we're going to tackle that, then why can't we tackle the amount of stuff we get charged for that we don't use? Yeah. It should be mandatory that if you go an entire year without making an insurance claim, the insurance company is obligated to give you back, what, 5%, 10%, even, even 10%. That'd probably be about 300 bucks for the average person for being claims free. Tell me that wouldn't make people want to drive just a little bit better or not report some of their claims. I think this would be great for the insurance companies. It kind of goes back to like, don't you wish we could blow things up and start fresh for a lot of things? Like a great you know? reset? Yeah. Is that what you're <laughs> suggesting? Because <laughs> that's already no, when happening. You, when you call it that, I get twitches. But you know what I mean? I would love to blow everything up though and, and start fresh in a fair way. I mean, in a good way. In a way that we all go, this just makes sense. Why has it not been like this since the beginning? I totally agree with you. Cell phones, insurance, all these things that they charge you based on a theory when that theory doesn't come true, you don't get any money back. And, and it's ridiculous to me. But anyway.
Go ahead and carry on that conversation with whoever you love or care about or completely dislike. A hmm. uh, couple stories I want to get to on this episode. We'll start in Hamilton, Saturday night. Cops were called because of a road rage incident. So they found the vehicle that they were looking for. Pulled over on the side of the road. Male driver gets out of the vehicle and he is somewhat intoxicated. Fast forward, he ended up blowing in the Warren range, which we all know is a three-day license suspension. His car got impounded. He lost his license for a couple of days. This case is particularly unique because of who was in the car. His passenger was far more intoxicated than he was. Oh. When he got out of the truck, so the police have got him pulled over. Mm-hmm. They're talking to the driver. Passenger says, this is bullshit. <laughs> Of course. I want to talk to the cop in charge. So he opens up the door. Literally, four or five cans of beer fell onto the side of the road. So dumb. He was clearly drinking in the vehicle, which I'm told smelled like the inside of a saloon. (laughs) So you've got these beer cans that fall out all over the road. Uh, The guy gets really belligerent with the cops because he doesn't like that his buddy's about to get jammed for a DUI, basically. He started fighting with the cops. Okay. They had to tase this fucker. They arrested the dri- Actually, they arrested the passenger and then confiscated the vehicle of the driver. The next time your buddy or your friend is kind enough to drive your drunk ass around, if the cops get involved for any reason, shut the fuck up. Ah. Don't say anything. Yeah. Hey, what a what a thought. What a thought. Because you know what happens to with those kind of people don't, they don't understand how to shut up sometimes. You know what I mean? True. Those are the people that are the belligerent drunk ones that are like trying to defy the law. They don't know how to shut the fuck up. It's, it's a skill that we should all learn. Dif- Everybody. Right? Like different scenarios, right? We, maybe we need it for different scenarios. But sometimes the best thing you can do, shut the fuck up. In so many right? scenarios, the cops even tell you it is your right to shut the fuck up. And you still didn't shut yeah. the fuck up. I don't understand what's wrong with you. Shut up. It'll be used against you. And it they does tell you. They every tell you time. It can and will be used against you in the court of law. It's right there. Your Miranda rights are read out loud. <laughs> At what point do we all, as a society, just turn to our drunk friends and say, shut the fuck up? <laughs> if a cop comes to the window, <laughs> excuse me, sir, license registration, you've been drinking today? You, as the passenger, shut your mouth. Shut up. Don't say a word. Don't talk. You cannot make it any better. There's virtually nothing you can say that's going to make that better. So, in fact, go ahead and practice shutting the fuck up right now. Go ahead. Yeah. Because we've still got more to go in after nine. Our job is not to shut the fuck up yet, but we will at the end of this. We get paid to not shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Nah, I'm kidding. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, this is a pretty <laughs> popular chain, and they opened up a couple locations in Toronto, but Dave's Hot Chicken is oh. finally opening a location outside of Toronto. It's going to be in Burlington at the intersection of Appleby and Dundas Street. Actually, that's not far from my place. Oh, cool. Dave's Hot Chicken is the one that half of Hollywood has said they would basically cut off an arm for if they were really hungry. It's apparently that good. Fried chicken tenders, chicken sandwiches, chicken sliders, and a Nashville-style hot chicken. First location in Canada, outside of Toronto, opening soon. I'm not surprised. That's the one that Drake invests into. Yeah. He's got he's got a bit he's got a decent amount of, if I remember correctly, he's got like a decent chunk of change invested in in Dave's hot chicken. Apparently it's amazing. I've never tried it. Uh, and and I don't think I ever could because the lineup in Toronto is way too long. <laughs> and you know what is okay, first of all, how many chicken places do we need? Like I since I, I mean that sincerely. I know chicken's great. Hey, I, I like chicken. Chicken, I could eat chicken all the time. It's great. I don't necessarily do all the, the, the fried chicken stuff, but totally get it, right? Chicken's great. But do we need this many chicken places? Like, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. You got your Popeyes, and that's that. When that came here, it was like, wow, mind blowing, great. And, and I don't know, there's KFC, there's the classic, Mary Brown's chicken. Apparently, Dave's hot chicken's incredible, good, fine. Do, are they all going to actually thrive? Maybe they will. Maybe that's how much we like chicken. But every single one seems to be better than the next. And how is that possible? Like, Popeyes came along and it was like, oh, it's better than KFC. And now Dave's Hot Chicken is going to be better than Popeyes? Or is it completely different? I think it's in a different category. I think their chicken would be comparable to, um, they'd be like the chicken version of In-N-Out Burger. Mm. Hate to say it, but they've got their own sauce. It'd be like comparable to a Chick-fil-A, comparable, same sort of wheelhouse, popular in America, but this one will be open on Sunday. I'm here for it. Anytime we get more options, I think that's good. Yeah. Kat, today's a big day. But a controversial one at the same time. Today is National Tequila Day. Unfortunately, far too many of our friends, colleagues, and neighbors have got a story about Mm. tequila that they'll tell you if they've had enough tequila. Or they'll tell you if they're feeling bad enough. A night where they thought, this is it. This is where I die. Honestly. My body's going to stop because I've put too much of this in me. I, uh... Tequila is the one for me, and I know it is for a lot of people, but tequila was truly the first time. I don't want to say I blacked out, but I certainly don't remember the evening. That is a blackout, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I was still conscious. Like, I did not pass out, but I blacked out. It was literally, I was in Mexico. You won't be surprised to know. No shit. Yeah. And it was a rainy day, and when it was raining, everybody was inside drinking. And I I was young at the time. Like, I was like 20. And I, tequila shots sounded like a great idea. And it was the, and I never did it again after that. I've done a tequila shot since then, like a couple here and there, sporadic, but I've never done a night of tequila since then because I was so scared about what tequila did to me. I was like, where did I go? What did I do? My friends all said I was with them. I don't remember any of it. Okay, but now it's probably time and National Tequila Day is the perfect day to ask this question. Should humans be consuming this? Because it seems like everybody's got a bad story and feels like garbage after they do it. Yeah. But we keep doing it, and it doesn't even taste that good. What's going on with the tequila that makes us want to do something that we hate, that we don't even look forward to, 
and we may black out. But see, the, the tequila lovers will tell you you're wrong, wrong, wrong. The, tequila, the good tequila is tasty. They will go on excursions to taste said tequila. My brother's a tequila fan. He like he likes got collects all the big you know big tequilas. Sipper or shooter? Sipper. Sipper. Like, that's what I mean. Like it's okay, a sipper. that's different. That, yeah, like some people. I, for me though, I know there's nothing I really want to sip on made of forty percent alcohol. Nothing. I'm looking at some of the better tequilas. There's an annual awards presentation for all the spirits, and that it's kind of like the Oscars, but for liquor. And, and they give out, ooh, here's the best whiskey and here's the best bourbon and all that sort of shit. Well, tequila's in there too. And there's a number of different categories here. So I'm going to run this down. If maybe you'd like to participate in this evil day. <laughs> it does sound evil. Then, then maybe you should look for some of these. Now, keep in mind, this guy right here, not Spanish. All the words in front of me, Spanish. Oh, this will be fun then. So we're going to give it a dance here, everyone, and see what happens. If you're looking for a budget Tequila. They say the best budget tequila is El Jimador. El Jimador? El Jimador. I don't know. They're, they're weird with their J's. I don't know why they do that, but maybe we'll tackle that when the phonics curriculum comes back in September. Uh, El Jimador is the best budget. However, best tequila under 50 bucks, Don Julio. Oh. You see that at the LCBO all Yeah, the time. that's very common. Best tasting tequila. That's almost like an oxymoron, isn't it? It burns. That's tasting. Herradura. H-E-R-R-A-D-U-R-A. They say if you can find that, that's the tequila that you want to sip or shoot because it's got the best flavor. If you want to do a margarita, you'll need tequila for that. Grand Mayan is the one that you're looking for. Best unconventional tequila. What does that even mean? What is an unconventional tequila? I'm assuming that means it's not really made as um, as originally as others. You know what I mean? Like it's not a, there's something different with the process. Would it be like crafty or? Yeah, maybe it's like they, they throw something else in the recipe. <laughs> like, it's the know. best unconventional tequila because it's actually vodka. <laughs> uh, Tenteo, in case you're wondering. I'm looking up some of the prices as you mentioned these because I know people would be curious. Um, and the best tasting one there, Herradura. Herradura, Raposo yeah, yeah. tequila. It's not that bad, like price-wise. How much? Well, this is a 750 mil, uh, 7750 at the LCBO. So that's actually not that bad. Not terrible. Okay. Well, if you would like to try a top-shelf tequila, a real high-end one, they say the one that you should try, top-shelf, just once, Casa Noble. The most expensive tequila is Clase Azul. Best overall tequila, Roca Patron. I had a bottle of Patron sitting in my bar for about three years. Yeah. Somebody gave it to me. Doesn't everybody keep Patron at their bar and not touch it? Well, <laughs> they don't. I decided one night when I was running a little low on supply to begin with, you know what? I'm going to open up that Patron. That's been sitting there for ages and it's probably well aged and I got to give that a whirl. No, absolutely not. You know what Patron reminded me of? Everybody says, ooh, Grey Goose, that's the best vodka. You got to drink Grey Goose. I don't like the taste of Grey Goose at all. I don't think it tastes good, and I'm kind of a vodka aficionado. I found the same thing with Patron. Just not a good taste, but okay. certainly very good at marketing. Very, very good. Um, you know it's only three weeks until the CNE starts? That's the beginning of the end of summer. When, when people start saying, oh, I'm going to the CNE, I think about the end of summer. 
It is kind of the a end sad, of summer, yeah. It, it is kind of, the, and it's a sad thought to think. Right now, it's not. Right now, we're good. But once you hit that time, though, I mean, you're right. We're only a couple weeks out. That, that's kind of sad. They've announced this year they're bringing back the drone show at the CNE. Good. Over 100 drones that are going to take off from the top of the food building and put on an amazing show. Great. Good. Hey, whatever keeps the fireworks at bay, I'm good with it. Have you been following the Ed Sheeran tour? Uh, oh, a little bit. I mean, I like Ed Sheeran. Is he bored? I think he's bored. Because he goes in and does these shows, and I think yeah. it must be just routine at this point to play in front of 80,000 people. So he's been doing other things like, yeah. oh, there's a pub. I'm going to go and work behind the bar at the pub before he goes out and does his actual job. Yes. He's showing up at people's weddings. He's going yeah. into kitchens. He's making pizzas. Is he just bored? Well, I mean, he's done this before. The last time he was on tour, he's he's shown up at little dive bars, and he likes to do that. I think that's cool. I always wonder, though, if he has time in between shows, is that, why is that what he wants to do with it? Like, I feel like if you're in between performances, because like you mentioned, that seems to be the case, right? He's got a performance and then he's got a day off. I guess it's not enough to travel, like home, for example, to see his family. So I don't know. What else do you do? Might as well go disrupt someone's business you, and you, make a pizza. <laughs> that's what you do. I guess that's what you do. The cool thing, the one of the things I like about Ed Sheeran, because he's, he's got the science down. And so does uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's great at this too. There's a few artists. Is that after this, after he's completed this mathematics tour, he'll just go away for a while. Like you won't hear from him. He'll do a social media like blackout essentially. Taylor Swift does this too, where it's like when she's in between tours, she's quiet. And I like that. I can respect that. But while he's on tour, he's freaking everywhere. And so is she. And they're friends. So who knows? Maybe they discussed this before. But I find that those are the two, a couple of the artists that do this. Because you have other people on tour right now. You've got Pink on tour, playing tonight actually in Toronto. Great. You don't see a lot of that happening with Pink, for example. No. It's like, where do you go during the day? Who knows? Yeah. But with certain artists like Ed Sheeran, they just like to show up in between. Okay. While I'm asking questions, because I do count on you to know the answers to most of these, what is Elon Musk doing? He just uh, bought a company for $44 billion. He survived a bit of competition when Meta rolled out threads. Is that what they called? Threads, threads, threads yeah. You know, it's amazing. It's been around for two weeks. Everybody was so optimistic on it, and now it's really plateaued. It's almost like it's stalled out, and it's not really doing anything now. Threads. Is it, is it not? Like, I mean, they still have a lot of people signing up. I, I get follower notices all the time, which tells me people are signing up because they're people who are through Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be like people are joining. I don't know how active they are on it. I'll admit I'm, I haven't been that active on it either, but I'm, I, I don't know. I was never active that, that active on Twitter either. It seems like people were like racing out to try and get this, and they did. And then they jumped on it and thought, oh, eh. Yeah. Not a lot of engagement on most things, but Elon Musk survived that threat there. Now he's changing the logo, and is he changing the name, or is he's the name going to change He's already done it, too? by the way. As I peruse on here, it's now X. You go on Twitter, it's now X. Um, so X is the name, and it, you're supposed to be Xing. Are you Xing? Xing, crossing. X, uh, no, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. He's uh, see, and I can't say tweeted. He's just Xed out. <laughs> <laughs> he's just Xed out. A photo? No, that doesn't seem to sound right, does it? He just he just sent out an X. Is that what we say? I get no, no. I'm not. Hey, did you get? Did you see my X? What? No. Are we weird, talking tweets man. or relationships? Like the X is already taken for too many things. 
Um, but yeah, he sent out an X about it. He likes the letter X, though. Well, he's got SpaceX and all his that sort of stuff. His son's name is X. Well, his nickname is X, too. He, he was the original owner of X.com. That's right. Still owns it. That's right. So there you go. Is he going to use X.com? Like, this is the thing. Is it's, So just so you know, as I peruse this, the domain name is still Twitter.com. But everything else has changed here. There's an X instead of... And instead of like a check, like there's like a check mark, and then you know how it shows you like who works for Twitter. Now it's an X. It's X- fucking weird. I, I don't know if I can get used to this. I don't know what he's doing, Scott. X.com now redirects to Twitter. So, Does it? Oh, yeah. So eventually, yeah. Is there, are things, can, can things just be put over? You've got me, Kat. I, I have no I, idea. You know, I, I and, know and like you said, on. you said off the top, you, you expect me to know these things. I'm When it comes to Elon Musk, Scott, I <laughs> fucking can't. I don't even know. I know. I, I kind of hung I you can't. out to dry there. Well, I can't, because with him, I have no idea. I'm not sure. This, I mean, it doesn't sound like a fun, like a great idea to me, Because, but really, what else does he have? So maybe this is a good idea, but it's masked as a terrible idea. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it either. Strange logo, too. I'm not just, quite just sure what to make of that. Uh, all right, everybody. We promise you we would leave you with the replay of Missed Connections. We do that every Monday in After 9. We will have another brand new episode coming out tomorrow. And tomorrow we're going to cover a whole bunch of different things. Going to give you a heads up on top of that. Ah, here we go. A little bit of vacation there time. There we go. There's going to be some vacation time at the end of this week and a little bit at the beginning of next week. So you might not get the full complement of After Nines, but it's summertime and we're doing our best. Yeah. And you can always go back to previous episodes, by the way, if we don't put out some new ones. We we like vacation just like you like vacation. So we And they make us, you, they make us take it. Let's be real. They force us to take the vacation days. So we got to do it. Use it or lose it. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't actually say that. I just We didn't, no. We're saying it now, though. Uh, But yeah, keep in mind, it'll be sporadic (laughs) after today. But for the time being, we will leave you now with today's Missed Connections. Missed Connections. Missed Connections. On the Scott and Cat Show. This is one of my favorite things that we do. We're going to tell you the stories of people looking for other people. And, And they've had an encounter in the past one person told the story online, hoping the other person would see it and contact them. Uh, a couple of great ones here. Let's start with this one. It's uh, pretty to the point, but I've got some questions. It happened at a Taco Bell, where all the great misconnections happen. <laughs> You're the tall, beautiful woman who works at Taco Bell. I asked you if the rooftop patio was worth going to. They have and- a rooftop patio? Thank you. You said, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So I went, wow, it was really nice up there, but it would have been better if you joined me. Maybe next time? This was the Taco Bell on Young and Egg. He was hoping that she would follow him up to yeah, the like, rooftop of Taco I, Bell. I, let me tell you how this probably works for this for this uh, lovely, uh, tall, beautiful woman, as he describes her. Um, she works there. She's seen all of that place. Yeah. Uh, she probably didn't want to join you because she's working. She probably can't join you. And she thinks probably the rooftop patio is boring because, again, she works there and she sees it every day. <laughs> I can't speak to you as a person. Maybe you're a delight to sit with. But no, I don't think that she would have followed you up there to watch you eat your gordita crunch (laughs) in the sunlight. I just, 
I don't think that was going to be happening for you. Imagine Taco Bell on a rooftop, even closer to the sun. Well, you know what? I was thinking about that. Is it just Taco Bell? Do you think it's like solely Taco Bell? Or do you think it's like a joint effort there? Like there's a couple restaurants that are you're allowed to eat on the roof. And is it nice? Like are we talking like a nice patio with flowers? Is it beautiful? Or is it just like, oh, it's a shoddy picnic table that might fall over. But yeah, you can absolutely eat your tacos up there. I guess it's for the fresh air experience. I mean, real estate's at a premium these days. If you can't build yeah, out, you yeah. build up. I, I guess that's what they've gone for here. It's just a weird thing to want to eat your Taco Bell on a rooftop. <laughs> oh, look at the view from here. And here's my Fry Supreme. <laughs> look at all the people walking. Like it's really all you. It's really all you see. But okay, this next one is called. <laughs> I like this one. Um, this next one's called the Hottie in the Cereal Aisle. Hey, wow, 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 wowie. You have a really hot bod. This mom did not expect to actually enjoy grocery shopping on Wednesday, but she saw you. She speaks in first person? Yeah. Which is great. Bonus, yeah, right? Absolutely. You were at the Metro without a shirt on. You're toned and a beautiful specimen of a man. Someone stalking a shelf nearby told you, you got to put a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> I almost punched him. Don't you dare clothe this hottie. <laughs> Sorry if you caught me staring hard. I was the one whose son asked her why we were taking so long. <laughs> Picking out cereals. Even the kid knew you were lingering. <laughs> Mom, you're embarrassing me. Stop staring at that man. I'm Is that telling, my new dad? I'm telling daddy. <laughs> I was. <laughs> that kid gets to pick any cereal he wants, and mom can't say a word. Shut up, kid. You're going to have the Fruit Loops. Stop. Uh, you didn't have a card or anything. You just seemed to pick out one box of Raisin Bran. I gave you a smile as you passed by, and you smiled back. Just know that I'm keeping that moment with me for a while. You ever had a. Oh, I'm sure she will. <laughs> I'm sure that that memory will come back to haunt her at a late hour someday. She puts it, wow, 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 wowie. <laughs> Who types that out? And where was his shirt? Did he have oh, one until he what? got to the store? Did he take it off right. in the store somewhere? Was it hanging from his pocket or something like that? Any number of possibilities. Great I'm question. Just trying to get a visual in my head. Yeah. It's a strange thing to get into a minimal set of clothes and go shopping for Raisin Bran. As your only and, purchase. And why just, yeah, no cart, no nothing. So just the Raisin Bran. I've been pretty irregular today. I'm going to take my shirt <laughs> off, go to Metro, and buy some Raisin Bran. I'm hoping by being naked and eating <laughs> some Raisin Bran, I'll be able to poop later. <laughs> why is this mom staring at me? <laughs> by the way, it probably sucks to have to be that person that works there or whatever that tells the person to put their shirt on. Like, you gotta have a shirt. <laughs> Sorry, sir. You can't come in without a shirt on. <laughs> Nobody wants that job. If you take your shirt off, all the girls are gonna take their shirts off. We can't have that. <laughs> we just have everybody walking around naked. My manager won't like that. How about this? A clothing optional grocery store. Oh, boy. You're asking for trouble. It's all good to get to the cold aisle. Well, you know? there's, there's some real... <laughs> Real hyped-up women here that are looking for men and you know, with chiseled bodies and you, raisin bran. You know, you want the moms to all shop somewhere. 
You're going to find the spot if you make everybody take their shirt off. It's possible anyway. We call our grocery store the thunder from down yeah. under. <laughs> Imagine the inflation there. <laughs> Loud <Yeah>. music playing. <laughs> it's great. Box of Eggos is $49.99. Come on down. Shirtless men. Enjoy. <laughs> Just corner the grocery market. That's beautiful.